You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind. Okay, and now please welcome with me uh, the pastor, Pastor Ayo Agunloye. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, dear listeners. This day, the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. We thank God for the grace we have to reflect on His Word again this morning. So as you arrive this morning, the theme today... Uh, is your preparation for good works. You can join us as we start. Uh, number one, by telling others, put this on your status. Number two, by sending in your questions, your, your observations on WhatsApp. Tap the WhatsApp widget on the bottom right-hand corner of our page or use that anonymous form, the anonymous form right under the player. So we're looking forward to you joining us and all of us going together to, uh, to, the, to the table of God to learn of him. Pastor, please say a word of prayer as we begin, sir. Our Father, we thank you for the privilege we have to dine at your table again this morning. Thank you. We are grateful. Thank it's you. a privilege. Yes. And we are not taking this for granted. I still got half of gratitude in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for the presence of this day. Thank you for our health. Thank, thank you. Thank you for all that, you know, the victories you've given us, the ones we know about and the ones we don't even know about, mm. even in our sleep, in our dreams. Mm. We give you praise, accept our heart of gratitude in Jesus' name. Amen. We ask, Lord, that your word come fresh to us, manna fresh from above, Amen. and we ask that if your word come unhindered. Amen. Let your word come expressly. Let it find entrance into our hearts and mix with faith. Amen. Let it do us good in the name of Jesus. Let Amen. your word transform us. Amen. Let it draw close to you Amen. and help our life in Jesus' name. Amen. Let the world come with healings in its wings and let there be healing. Let there be deliverance. Let there be salvation this Amen. morning. Let your name be glorified. Let there be rededication and restoration. Amen. Let there be miracles as the world come forth in the name of Jesus. Amen. Whether as people listen directly now or hereafter in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. Blessed be your holy name. Amen. In Jesus' precious name, we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Brethren, I want to welcome you once again to Reflection Tuesday on Gospel Bells Radio. As we reflect on current things on your potter's house. And this year, as you remember, is a year that we have been revisiting our foundation and we have come a long way in January through July now, entering August next week. And we are currently looking at a good foundation, storing up for ourselves a good foundation and to lay hold on eternal life. Our current theme is based on First Timothy chapter 6, 17 to 19, where we read, according to New King James Version, command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. And we began to look at the commandments that we need to keep to store for ourselves a good foundation and lay hold on eternal life. And the first commandment we dealt with was that we want them not to be haughty, not to be proud. We dealt with that and the Lord helped us. We also, at the next commandment we dealt with was that we must trust in 
we must not trust in uncertain riches. Their riches are uncertain. They are uncertain in their answers and they are uncertain in their presence. They are not always with you. They will not always remain with you. Riches are uncertain in both ways. But trust in the living God. That is a third command. Trusting in the living God. Knowing that the Lord himself is living. And is not, he, he, he will not only live for some time and then not live for some time. He will not live and die. But he is the living God and he continues to live. And he's not just living by existing, but he's living by quickening. That is, he's quickening God. He gives life. He's not just living, but he also gives life. So that we must trust in him. And we dealt with the matter of trusting him because as, as different from just believing in him. Trusting in him means putting all your eggs in his basket, going to sleep with your two eyes closed when all your all your life in his, is in his hand are in his hands. And we dealt with that command also that without that we will not be able to lay hold on a good foundation. Uh, we will not be able to have a good foundation or lay hold on eternal life. And then we went on to deal with um, him, this our living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. We dealt with the fact that he gives us all things richly and he, he gives them to us to enjoy. Then we went on to let them do good. Now we are in that they may be rich in good works. Being rich in good works is what we have been dealing with for almost um, more than a month now. We have been dealing with the matter of being rich in good works. And today, we are dealing with your preparation for good works. Your preparation for good works. We discover we have dealt a long way. We have dealt with a lot of matter on this matter of being rich in good works. Rather than running after being rich in finances, in the properties of this world and all that. But if you run after being rich in good work, then you will be, you will be sure to have a good foundation with God and lay hold on eternal life. So today we are dealing with the need to be prepared for every good work. And I'll read into our, um, our, your potters have issues that have been written on this matter so that we reflect on them. If you refuse to allow God to prepare you for every good work, you may helplessly watch those who need your good work. You may watch them suffer helplessly. You are helpless in helping them. They are helpless in helping themselves because you are not prepared to help them. Not because you have not been sent to help them, but because you have not been prepared and you have not made yourself available to get prepared to, for helping them. So, you might watch them suffer in agony until they are destroyed without being able to help them. Alternatively, God may send help to them from other sources, replace you with stone in code, and make you redundant, not because he did not send you to do that good work, but because you rejected his preparation. 
according to Esther chapter 4 verse 14, Mordecai was telling Esther, see, if you refuse to arise to this occasion to deliver, to go to the king for the deliverance of the Jews, salvation will come from another source and you and your father's house will be destroyed. But who knows whether for this time, for such a time as God has brought you to this position. So, Esther has been prepared. Esther has been put in that position. Esther has been discipled. Yeah, she has been helped. And the Lord has prepared her for the position. But she was not ready to use it at that time. And Monica challenged her. But the, our focus today was not a matter of being ready to do something or to serve or to do the good work. But the matter of being prepared for the good work. So that when the opportunity to do the good work comes, you are prepared and ready to do the good work. You are equipped. You are ready. You are able to do, to confront it. You are able to be among the uh, among the standard that the Holy Spirit can raise against the enemy when the enemy comes in like a flood. So the Israelites suffered slavery in Egypt for additional thirty years because Moses, whom God sent to to lead them out of Egypt, had not been prepared. The people suffered helplessly until Moses allowed God to finish preparing him for the good work in, of Exodus. God will only put the man he had formed to prepare, or the man he has prepared in the garden to, in the garden of Eden as opportunity to do good works. Now, you can imagine how the Israelites cried to the Lord and prayed and cried for help, for deliverance from the slavery in Egypt under the taskmaster that, we, that was using them. They have forgotten the king that knew Joseph had died and they had forgotten that it was Joseph that had all those people, that brought all those people, the Joseph that helped them out of famine. And now all those people became their slaves, became you know, slaves under them. And they cried unto God. God was ready to deliver them. God had promised that they would be there for 400 years and he was ready to deliver them. But unfortunately, Moses that was to, to help them, Moses that God was to use to do that good work of Exodus was not prepared, was not ready. He was still in the preparation for the next 30 years. And it was then that God had to handle him and use him to deliver them. Now, the problem is, God will rather not cause rain to fall on the earth than for him, if a man that will till the ground is not ready, than for him to cause the rain to waste. God has not caused revival, the end-time revival, to break forth, you know, um, the way it should because men are still in the process of preparation. The men that will handle the revival, the men that will contain the revival, several revivals have happened, but they died. Sometimes the revivals died before the people, the arrowhead that God used to bring forth the revival and died. The revival they brought forth died in their own hands before they died. Why? Because all these are because of the vessels of revival, the vessels that God will use if they stop being useful for that same revival, the revival will die both in their hands or when they leave, when they die, the revival dies. 
if there are no vessels to continue the revival, if there are no vessels that are prepared, that are made ready for the for the work, for the good work, they will die. So God, the Bible says in Genesis that he had not caused rain to fall because there was no man that was ready to fill the ground. He had not made man. And until man is made to fill the ground, to keep the ground, to make the ground ready and prepared, if rain comes, weed will overgrow the land and weed will kill and, and, and subdue the real seed that was planted. Therefore, it is important for God to make man. And according to Genesis chapter 2 verse 8, the Bible says, And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. It is the man whom he had formed. It is the man whom he had formed that he could send, that he could send to do something and that he could commit the work, uh, the, the work that he wanted to do. The, um, um, the, um, the good works that he wanted to do unto. It is the man that he has formed that he can commit all those things to. Therefore, Genesis 2, 8 says, And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. So, there is a need for preparation before he puts you on the platform such that you will not bastardize his work, you will not destroy his work, you will not make his work to become something else. The foundation for your preparation for good work starts with your salvation. You cannot help someone get out of the well if you yourself are not out of the well yourself. God cannot use you to save others when you are unsaved. God cannot use you to save others when you are unsaved. Therefore, your preparation begins with your own salvation so that you will be available to help others. Then, if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that is, it is important first to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and be sure that you are saved, you are, you are genuinely saved, not assuming that you are saved. And how are you going to be sure that you are saved? First of all, you will come, you, 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 according to 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, he that commits sin is of the devil. And according to 1 John chapter 3, verse 9, he that is born of God does not continue to sin. If sin still rules in your life, then you are actually a baby that needs help. You are actually a sinner that needs help, that needs to be saved. Not you struggling to save others. Now, it is first of all for you to be saved. You may be a Sunday school teacher, you may even be a pastor. You may be in choir, you may be working in church, you may be an usher, you may be, you may be the chairman of the finance committee or anything in the church. But you are not born again. Sin is still ruling in your life. You still commit fornication and all that. You are subservient to sin. Therefore, the first thing you need, if the Lord must help you to do any good work that recounts with Him, is your own salvation. Are you saved? If you are not saved, then there is trouble. So, please, we will go on a short break now. While you reflect on this matter 
that you need to be saved. Then when we return, we go into the next preparation for uh, for you to do good work. Thank you. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you. And yes, God bless you indeed. You've been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloe, who is the pastor of New Christian Baptist Church, Podakot River State, South-South Nigeria. He joins us every Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. to lead us in reflections on current things from your potter's house. Your potter's house is a daily devotional, a daily digital devotional published by Pastor Ayo Agunloe. If you have questions on... If you have questions on the reflections today, please reach out to us on WhatsApp. Tap the WhatsApp widget on the bottom right-hand corner of our page and send to us what your questions are or your comments or your observations. Uh, please do, do, do that and we'll, we'll be glad to table them before Pastor Yagunle, who in the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, will address them. You can also send it to us anonymously if you use that form on our page that says, Are you listening right now? Use that form. And your questions can come to us anonymously. T- tomorrow is waiting on God Wednesday on gospelbearsreader.com. If uh, there is anybody on your heart you want to share with God's people, use that form on our page that says uh, send anonymous prayer requests. Send your prayer requests anonymously and we'll all be here together tomorrow to pray over them. On Thursday, we'll be gathered for Thankful Thursday. Thankful Thursday. If you have testimonies to share, uh, please do, do come on here. We'll be glad to have you as our guest to share your testimonies with us. At 8 o'clock today, 8 o'clock every weekday, we gather here to, uh, to, to reflect on Christian perspectives on news and current events. So today at 8 a.m. we'll be here for, on the Lord's side, Christian perspectives on news and, and current events. Thank you very much, Sister Segu, for joining us this morning and saying, Lord, please prepare me for good works. And, and exactly, uh, that, that was the discourse this morning and already I've been blessed. I hope you have been blessed as well. Do invite others as we continue uh, today. Pastor, over to you now. Thank you so much. Welcome back, dear listeners. Now, we have dealt with the first level of preparation, which is your salvation. If you are not sure of your salvation, you cannot help another person. Actually, be damaging another person's life. Because if you are not helped, you will be of, you will be worse what's of helping others because even if you are preaching or you are teaching or you are doing something you will not bring help you will not bring eternal help to people you will not bring salvation to people if you have not been saved then the next thing the next preparation is the, the preparation of discipleship you need to enter into discipleship and be made the one we were talking about in Egypt was the matter of discipleship. When Moses, when it came to the heart of Moses, if you read his account, according to Stephen in Acts chapter 7, that it came to the heart of Moses. That was when Moses was led, when Moses was called at the age of 40, that he would lead the Israelites out of Egypt. He did not know that when you are called, 
The first response to any call is the call to discipleship. Many of us, whenever we see the fact that you are called, you have been called, God is calling you to ministry, God is calling you to ministry, God is calling you to ministry, and that is why you're, you know, you, you hear people, maybe one prophet met you on the way, you say he does not know you before, but he says, see, I see that your, your business is going down, you see things are not going on with you, it's because the Lord has called you and you are not doing you are not responding to his call. Some of you are not even sure of your salvation. Yes, people are seeing vision of the call of God, that it is the work of God you have to do upon your life. You see, there are a lot of deceit and there are a lot of things that are scattering the church today. People that are not born, that are preparing to burn others, they are not born again. The first thing they are supposed to see for you is that you have to be born again. And rather than seeing that you have to be born again, they are seeing that you have to start ministry. You are that you are called into ministry. That is why things are not going on with you until you go and be doing ministry and be preaching. So you see people going to buy bell, buy this, and they are preaching, running up and down, going up and down, trying to do the work of God. But the work of God is not done. The work of God is not done because even they themselves, the work is not done on their lives. Let alone on the other people that they want to do, uh, the, on, the, on the lives of other people that they want to do. Maybe you have even entered ministry like that because you have dreamed that you have been called and a lot of vision, a lot of revelation, a lot of experiences and, and things like that. And yet you do not understand that if you have been called, the first place of call, of the first place you need to report to is the place of discipleship. After you have been born again, the call to any service must go through discipleship. If you have not been made, the Lord will not place you on the platform. According to Genesis chapter 2 verse 8, it is the man that the Lord has made that he puts in the garden of Eden that he has prepared. So if you have not been made through discipleship, you will not be placed, he will not place you on the platform. You can place yourself there. A lot of ministers today place themselves there. So they are, they are bastardizing and abusing the service. They are abusing the work of God. Because when they face the challenge, because they have not been prepared for it, they will bastardize it, they will abuse it, they will, they will misbehave there. There are things that they are doing that the Lord is, 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 is embarrassed with. The Lord is embarrassed about all the, the ways they go about the ministry, simply because they have not been prepared before going into the ministry. Moses presumed that it was it, it, everybody should know that the Lord has uh, called him to do the work. And then he went there and he was trying to do it. He was trying his best to do it to the best of his, of his understanding, of his knowledge at that time. And when he saw an Egyptian and, he, and, and an Israelite fighting, he killed the Egyptian, buried the Egyptian. And the next time, as long as the, the Israelites are benefiting from him, there was no problem, there was no argument, there was nothing. But when there is the need to confront them with something that is eternal, then there is a problem. Brethren, why are you fighting yourselves? Brethren, why are you uh, quarreling? Are you, don't you know that you are supposed to be brethren? Are you not aware that you are supposed to be brethren? Don't you know that you are both Israelites? Why are you quarreling with each other? That the problem came. That why is it that you are condemning me? Why? 
I, who made you? Who made you a ruler and a judge over me? Who has made you? Who has prepared you? Have you been prepared? Have you been made for this mission? For this? For this thing? People will ask for your make for your certificate of making, your certificate of discipleship. When you begin to confront eternal issues, issues that have to do with eternal life in their life. If you are giving them money, you are healing them, you are doing you are doing miracle for them, you are giving them deliverance and doing all that, they will not ask you anything. They will thank you and they will go. They will still be coming to you. But the time you begin to confront them with issues that have to do with eternal life, that brethren, now you are on your way to eternity, this is the Lord's demand from you. This is the what the Lord demands from you. This is what what the Lord demands from you, you should make the bed, the, the marriage bed holy and all that. Then they will begin to, to ask you questions. Who has made you? Where is your own preparation certificate? Where is your own making certificate that you think that you can lead us out of our slavery, out of the bondage that we are? And it will, it, 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 the work of God will not be done because you have not been made. Therefore, the question for you today is that have you been made? Have you been made? If you have not been made, if you have not been prepared, then there is no, there is no, there is no point going into the, into good works. The first thing is for you to go and you knew yourself you need those, that good work of being made, being prepared. And it is in discipleship that you'll be prepared. Now, what is discipleship? Discipleship is God's plan, God's design, God's way of converting you as a raw material for his good works into the into the uh, the, uh, the the finished product that we can place that we can present on the platform and call the world and say, behold, every man come and see. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Everybody hear ye him, listen to him, accept the good work that I am doing through him to you. He is now prepared and ready to do this good work unto you. A lot of us want to do good work. A lot of us want God to use us. We want God to do so many great things through our lives, but unfortunately we have not been prepared for it. And so when we try doing it, we just find out that rather than the work getting good, the work in we, what we are actually doing, what you are doing is actually not good work, but terrible works, bad works that you are doing. You are doing work that does not have eternal value. You are doing work that does not have, that, is, that we only end on this act. See, forget about the fact that a man of God is showing on the TV and bringing everybody to, you know, the media to show that he's giving right, he's giving this and he's doing good work to, good to people. <laughs> Those works are good. Thank God for them. But the problem is, uh, do they really have eternal value in the lives of men. What is the motive behind that thing that you are doing? For people to know that you are good? For people to see you that you are good? Those people that have come for your help, those people that have come for that right and all those things you are doing, did you bring them to salvation? Did you bring them to Christ? Do you disciple them? Do you help them? Have you transformed their lives? 
spiritually, or you are just doing something to just make to just make people see that you are a good man. Does that good work you think you are doing have eternal value? Any work that you do that ends on this earth, you are not having a good foundation for yourself, and you are not laying hold of eternal life. You are just doing something that will end on this earth and you are not doing good work. The reason why you don't know that you are not doing good work, the reason why you continue to bastardize that work and to just waste what should have been a bait to bring people to Christ and establish them and give them eternal life and do good work that have eternal value, the reason why you are wasting such opportunities is because you have not been prepared for that good work. And a lot of good work that you would have done, you are wasting them, you are wasting the opportunities because you are not prepared to lay hold on them and to have them. I would like to round off this um, discussion with the, the, the issue of Ahimaaz in Second Samuel chapter 18. Ahimaaz was one of the men that David put under Joab when they were in battle with Absalom. So Joab was like the discipler of Ahima. Joab had the responsibility to take to 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 take, he had responsibility over Ahima and others in his group when Absalom rebelled against the king and he was you know they had they went all out for him. Then in Second Samuel chapter eighteen. I will read from verse 19 and I will try to co make comments on them within the time that we have. Then said Ahimaaz, the son of Zadok, he was telling Joab that let me now run and bear the king tidings, how that the Lord had avenged him of his enemies. You can imagine now, Ahimaaz was the one that was ready to go and do this good work to go and do this good work to the king and tell the king, give, you know, deliver a message, a sermon, a preaching, a teaching, a, and this good work to deliver it to the king. And see what Joab said in verse 20. And Joab said unto him, Thou shalt not bear tidings this day, but thou shalt bear tidings another day. But this day thou shalt bear no tidings because the king's son is dead. And Joab said to Cushi, Go, tell the king what thou hast seen. And Cushi bowed himself unto Joab and ran. The question I was asking is, what is the difference between Joab and Cushi and Ahima? They were, the message they were to take to the king was about Absalom, that Absalom is dead. And Cushy was there. Cushy saw it. Now, the same thing is what Joab told Cushy. I mean, Ahimaaz was there. Ahimaaz saw it. Cushy was there. Cushy saw it. And then, all it, if it is just to tell the king that his son is dead, there is nobody that is not qualified to, to say it. Everybody who has seen it and confirmed it can deliver that message. Everybody knows the, that knows the truth can deliver the truth. But unfortunately, we have so many people that know the truth, but they cannot deliver the truth because they themselves have not been prepared to deliver the truth. See, I was asking myself when Joab refused to allow Ahimaaz to go. 
and he allowed Kushi to go. And the good news that the news that he had to go and deliver was the news of the death of Absalom. And yet he was saying that Ahimas was not prepared for that good work of going to tell the king that he is rebel his rebel, the rebel that sent him out of the throne is dead. Now, then said Joab to Kushibu, and Joab ran. Joab went to deliver it. Now, then said Ahimas, the son of Zadok, yet again to Joab. But however, let me, I pray thee, also run after Kushi. And Joab said, Wherefore will thou run, my son, seeing thou hast no tidings ready? Are you following me in this passage? If you are where you can read your Bible, it is better that you look at that Second Samuel chapter 18, verse 22. Mm. When Ahimaaz insisted that, let me still go and do this good work. Joab said, it is not about going to preach. It is not about going to teach Sunday school. It is not about going to preach and going to do this and going to do this good work. It is about being ready. He said to Ahimaaz, he said, Wherefore will thou run, my son, seeing that thou hast no tidings ready? There is more to preaching. There is more to teaching. There is more to doing any good work that you want to do than just doing that good work. If your life is not prepared for it, if your life has not been prepared, it's not about whether you know it. It's not about whether you can recite the scripture or you are you are an orator or you can you can speak or uh, you know fluently eloquently. It's not about all that. It is about your life preparation. In discipleship is where you can be prepared. And if you have not been prepared, you do not have tidings ready. You may speak. You may speak, and people will clap for you, but their lives will not be changed because you are not prepared. For it, you have not. Your life is not prepared. A lot of people are sweating doing God's work today, and yet God's work is God's work is not done. People are not being saved. If it is the way people are preaching all over the television, all over the radio, all over the places today in, in the newspapers everywhere, if it is about that alone, Nigeria should have changed by now. But we have only few who have been made, who, who have allowed their lives to be prepared for this good work. That is why Nigeria is still the way they are. If all the prayer mountains and everywhere people go to pray every day to receive miracles and to receive uh, all these things, if the people that are delivering those miracles and healings and deliverance to them have been prepared and ready for these good works, those people that are going there will not... The, the, the same people that are stealing in their offices and bringing their money to their churches to build the churches and buy buses for them and still Nigeria is decaying and everything is in, 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 in the level that it is to do. It is because those that are doing the work for God are not prepared before they are doing it. That is why the whole thing is like that. And so Ahimaaz was told, you have no tidings ready. So how can you now go and say that you want to go and deliver a message or to do this good work for the, to the king. In verse 20, that's verse 22, and verse 23. But, how, how, but howsoever said he, 
let me run. You see how people insist on doing ministry, on doing things without going through proper discipleship, proper preparation, so that they can be made prepared and ready for the good works, for every good work. Then I must run by the way of the plane and overland quickly. You, you can imagine, when somebody is not prepared, you will always look for shortcuts to do ministry. Shortcuts for this, shortcuts for that, and bastardize the work of God. No wonder, no wonder everything is. Jesus still weeps. Concerning the way people are doing ministry in his name today. No wonder people are selling miracles, selling Jesus everywhere to, to make money for themselves. And now, I will jump to verse 27 or verse 28, verse 28 because of our time. And Ahimaaz and called and said unto the king, all is well. Or let me start 27. And the watchman said, me, I, me thinketh the running of the four, the running of the foremost is like the running of Ahimaaz, the son of Zadok. And the king said, he's a good man and cometh with good tidings. You see, the king thought that he was coming to do good work to him because he's a good man, the way he see him outwardly. But he does not know that he has not been prepared. And in verse 28, he said, And I must call and said unto the king, All is well. And he fell down to the earth upon his face before the king and said, Blessed be the Lord God, which has delivered of the men that lifted up their hands against the Lord, my King. You will see that many of these, many of these unprepared vessels, they are all his well ministers. They do good works. They think that they want to do good works, and all the kind of messages they can bring is all is well, all is well, all is well. They cannot bring messages that will deal with a desperately wicked heart. And let me tell you, a message that will transform and change the desperately wicked hearts of men will not excite the head of men. That they will be clapping for you, telling you, right on, Pastor, and bring, bring their tithes and bring their fat offerings to you. They are offering their, 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 their messages that when they hear it, it's either their hearts are pricked and they repent, and they break down, they are weeping for their sins, or they take stones to stone you. If either of these two, uh, it does not happen, then they are not touched. Then the, your message is just a waste. So it is either two of these that must happen. If you are prepared and you are giving the real message, either they repent, they break down, they are weeping, and they are, they are changing their trust, their lives are being transformed, or... They, pick, they break down their hearts is cut and they pick stones because they refuse, they don't want, they are, they are touched, but they don't want to change and they are taking stones to stone you. Because the same message that Peter preached, Stephen preached, they repented for Peter and they refused to repent for Stephen. Simply because the, most of those messages touched them. Was not an ordinary, was not ordinary message, they were prepared, they were disciples indeed. And let us see, and the king said unto him, in verse 30, uh, in verse 29, and the king said, is the young man Absalom saved? And Ahimaaz answered, when Joab sent the king's servant, and me, thy servant, I saw a great tumult, but I knew not what it was. You discover now that he knew not what it was. And the king said unto him, turn aside and stand here. 
and he turned aside and stood still. You see that his ministry was meaningless. The work was not done. But see Kushi that was sent. It's the same message they came to deliver. But because the life of Kushi was prepared, he was prepared for that work, for that good work. And behold, Kushi came in verse 1. And Kushi said, Tidings, my Lord, the king, for, for the Lord had avenged thee this day of all them that rose up against thee. Verse 32. And the king said unto Kushi, Is the young man Absalom saved? And Kushi answered, The enemies of my Lord, the king, and all that rise against thee to do thee all, be as that young man is. And the king was much moved and went up to the chamber over the gate and wept. And as he wept, thus he said, Oh, my son Absalom, oh, my son, my son Absalom, whom God I had died for thee. Oh, Absalom, my son, my son. Who actually did the work that changed the king, that touched the king, that actually had effect? It was cushy because he was prepared. Brothers, I don't know the kind of good work you are doing when you are not prepared. Go and submit under discipleship. Don't, I believe that one of these days will have time to begin to learn about discipleship in this place. But please, you need to be disciples if you must do the work of God correctly. The Lord will have mercy upon us and help us in Jesus' name. We have to stop now because of our time. Amen. 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 May God help us in Jesus' name. Thank you so very much. Once again, unique perspectives from uh, Pastor Ayagunle uh, under the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's a that's a message to you, a message to me, a message to all of us as we continue in the work God has committed into our hands. Question, go back to the function and ask, are you yourself prepared? Are you yourself prepared? I love a number, a number of points that uh, Pastor Ayagunle has made this morning. You know, that uh, interesting point saying that somebody who is trying to give back to people in Himself has not been given birth to. If you have not been given birth to a new, how can you possibly, possibly give birth to others? And then he says, and then you know the references you made to some point here in the scriptures. Otherwise, God will replace the person to whom he has committed a ministry, but who is not ready for it. God will replace that person with stones. And that's something very scary. I always tell people, and when you know that there's a call of God in your life and you're not prepared. And so God is not prepared to go ahead. You know, God cannot trust you uh, with that commission. He will replace you. And, and that's something that everybody should reflect on. Uh, that everybody should reflect. And then the other point you made that uh, because uh, a man or a woman has not been prepared, God may not do the work he wants to do in, the, in that society, in that generation at that time. And that, that should also sober. That should also make us sober and say, look, are you the one holding back the hand of God? He wants to do more than what he's doing. What he wants to do extensively, uh, but you are not prepared. So I I, I do hope uh, that everybody listening has taken one or two things from that, and from that uh, we are so bad enough. We have a question here. Uh, number one, this um, the prayer that I read earlier on, saying, "Lord, prepare me for good works." But we also have a question. This one says, "Okay, you, you mentioned the issue of certificate, and and the question here is, who gives certificate of discipleship?" Is the certificate acceptable in heaven? That's the question here, uh, Pastor. Okay, it's not about um, the physical certificate. Your life is the certificate. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who have certificates and their lives cannot show for it. Somebody who took us on the faculty, he has not overcome anger himself mm-hmm. and he feels boasting of it that it's in his blood and all that and all that. He is such a person cannot raise disciples. It is your life, your lifestyle 
that is the certificate people will see and they will know that you are you are actually made you are being made and therefore you have you you, um, you are prepared for that good work to do that good work to raise disciples for people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean to do the good work in people work. to raise disciples exactly. so it is not about the certificate a lot of people are having certificates for discipleship, going to discipleship at the school, but their lives are not being changed. It is not, you are just deceiving yourself. Discipleship is a life transformation, a life change. So it is not about discipleship. I mean, about certificate that you present to people. Exactly. So it's about life change. It's about the renewal of our minds. It's about submitting ourselves to the to the work of the Holy Spirit, departing from sin and living as people who have been redeemed of God. Thank you so very much, sir. Uh, then listeners, if you want to listen to this again, uh, before the end of the day, by God's grace, it will be up on our SoundCloud page. You can go there and listen to it as many times as possible. Do share with others. There are so many people who will be blessed uh, listening to this message today. Uh, one of the points you made, sir, it's about our society, and we say that so many Christian ministries, including our own, everywhere, but our nation is where it is. There is a question. That's a, that must be an issue. And I think the principle issue is what you have addressed this morning i pray the lord will help us we have the christian church in nigeria and all over the world and us as individuals as well uh, to be worthy of amen. his calling in jesus name amen amen, amen. please say what a prayer sir our father we thank you for the words that you sent to us today may you have mercy upon our lives in jesus name amen lord i pray that everyone who has listened to this lord you will you'll be willing to yield unto you for preparation, adequate preparation Amen. to be made so Amen. and so that we will actually be effective in doing good works unto you, acceptable unto you, that we give us the foundation, the good foundation, and that we may be able to lay hold on eternal life Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, I Lord. pray for everyone that has listened or that will listen hereafter that the presence of the Lord will not depart from you. Amen. The Lord will help you Amen. this week in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I pray for Gospel Bell's radio that the Lord, the heavens will be open upon you Amen. and the Lord will use you to do good work indeed that will be acceptable unto him, Amen. that will have eternal value Amen. indeed in the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you so very Amen. much. God bless you indeed. Amen. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. Okay, please do stay with us. We'll be back shortly for On the Lord's Side, Christian Perspectives on News and Current Events. God bless you very good. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you.